0: If you talk about karma, rather in elaborate, rather little in detail, but there's not so much in detail in karma you can do also. But uh, uh, I thought of it, talking a little bit of the next couple of Tuesdays, talk about karma, and uh, it may be very useful for a uh, number of people. So, when the Tsongkhapa started laying out the outlines for the karma, what he put it is, like uh, in the Guru devotional practice, Tsongkhapa says, the root of all development, Guru devotional practice. And uh, here in the karma, he says, the root of all joy and happiness explaining the karmic system. So, the root of all joy and happiness is, uh, remains to karma, which is in a way true, because uh, whatever we have experience of difficulties, whether it is mental, physical, emotional, whatever it might be, the difficulties are result of negative karma. And whatever is pleasure, even a heat during the cold period, and cold, cool air in the hot place, and all of them, even that much, is considered to be a result of the positive karma so therefore it is uh, everything depends on karma the joy whatever we may experience as long as it's joy, it is a joy whether it is negative or positive in nature whatever it might be so it is totally result of a positive karma. So that's why Tsongkhapa choose to explain the karma. When he presents the karma, he talks as the root of all joy is to understand the karmic system. So we are talking about the small examples. But examples like a higher or bigger examples like the Achievement of enlightenment and experience of the joy and happiness that the Buddhas enjoy—all of them are result of karma. So I would like to make it clear here: there are number of people tells, uh, says, Buddha is beyond karma. So karma doesn't control enlightenment. That is, in my opinion, it's totally wrong. Karma very much controls even the enlightenment level. Wherever, from the positive to negative, negative to positive, from the highest level of enlightenment to the lowest level of um, uh, whatever, the Bajara hell or whatever it is, It is all totally controlled by karma, nothing, nobody else. So therefore, the question of going beyond karma does not arise at all. Though number of scholars and teachers and um, will tell you the person is going beyond the karma. There's nothing goes. Beyond karma. At the Buddha level there is no negative karma at all. Every karma, whatever they have, is a positive karma. So that positive karma will always give a positive result. And since there is no negative karmic left, well not not exactly true. There are some negative karmics left. And so so even Interesting examples uh, during the even the Buddha's lifetime, there was a number of stories that uh, uh, you, one can go through with that. Like, uh, for example, the Buddha, the Shakyamuni Buddha, is belongs to a group of Indian caste called Indian caste called the Shakyas. Actually, Shakyamuni. Is the caste name? Like you know, in those of you who, those of who you know, India, they call it Agar Agarwalas, Guptas, and things. They are also named by caste. There's hundreds and thousands of Guptas, you say, hundred thousand of, of Agarwalas, you see. They're all caste. So the Shakyamuni Muni is also, uh, the, and also the Muni, a uh, one who had gained victory over obstacles and difficulties belongs to the shakya caste, the shakya muni. So, during the Buddha's lifetime, during the while Buddha was teaching, one day, another caste had a big war over the shakya caste. A lot of Shakyas has been killed in that day. A lot of Shakyas has been killed in that day. So, one of the Buddha's disciple, a mongal putra, is considered the most. There's a two of them. Two. If you've seen the Buddha picture, like in a lot of lot of drawings and thangas, we don't have it here, but lot of drawings and thangas, as well as the traditional Indian paintings, you see Buddha and two monks standing there with the begging bowl in hand. You have seen that number of times. These two are are the considered. One is a which we have in the Heart Sutra, who discusses with Abha-Logitishwara the, the wisdom part. Shariputra is known as outstanding person on the subject of wisdom among the Buddha's disciples. The other guy is a Mongol Putra. Mongol Putra is considered outstanding for the magical power. Anything that magical thing, mystical things. He is considered outstanding. So I just don't remember whether it is Sheri Buddha or Mongol Putara, or one of them said, hey, this group of people are coming to attack these shakyas and uh, if we are going to protect the shakyas, a lot of the shakyas are going to be killed. So, uh, so I better protect. And so she said, I can pick up one little hair out of my toe and the Mongol Buddha said, I can take, pick up one little hair out of my toe and I will tight all these soldiers and uh, throw it away uh, for miles away, you know, of, or or don't let them walk in front at all. I can push them out. So that was the uh, Mongol Buddha told the Buddha. So should I do that? Buddha said, no, don't do it. And he said, she said, why not? Because they're going to kill all these people. And uh, these people are not good for fighting. They are great fighters. So they are going, going to wipe them off. And what should I do? Shouldn't I protect? And the Buddha said, no, no, no. They have their karma. So whatever whoever has to die today, they all die. And uh, no, nothing we can do. Neither you can do, nor I can do. If you don't believe me, I will pick up two kids. And one of them, I'll pick up and put it in that, uh, uh, not that high, somewhere in the fourth link, somewhere, somewhere in the fourth level, somewhere, I'll put it over there. And one of them let us keep it, and even hide under the begging bowls of the Buddha, he said, let's hide there. And then they came, they had to fight. The whole day they fought. And by the sunset, A lot of Shakyas had been killed, and they had this victory bread and all this. And uh, then the Buddha looked up and tried to pick up that kid left over there, and under the begging bowl, both of them died. And uh, so Buddha said, that's what it is. And uh, so that's why I told you from the beginning, no point of uh, taking a hair out of your toe and tying them and throwing them will not work. And um, not only that, and that uh, Buddha himself keep on saying, "Ouch! I have such a terrible bag, ache, bad bag." You know, <laughs> Buddha's bag is gone that day. So I had a had a bag trouble the whole day. So, 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 so that is that is what it is. And even when he became fully enlightened, Buddha. And totally free of all negativity. And yet still left over of those things. Uh, even Buddha had to have a bad back that uh, day. And they keep on shouting, ouch, whole day. You know? So that's, that's what happened for Buddha. That's one thing. Another thing is the Nagajuna. The Nagarjuna remained a number of years and whether it is a confusion between the Tibetan scholars and the Indian scholars, or whatever it is, that guy is supposed to live six, 600 years. And, uh, and another story tells you that three different Naga juniors, all of them same name, but one after the another. So I don't know, whatever it is. But anyway, the Naga juniors' name and the writings continue for 600 years, whether it is one person or three person, whatever it is. So, anyway, at the end of that, and some people decided, one person decided to kill Nagarjuna. So, while well, he was meditating there, and the guy came, and they started hitting him with knives and all sorts of things. Nothing happened to Nagarjuna. And he got so tired and said, hey, how come I can't kill you? And I'm throwing all these weapons at you, you're not replying even. You're not even challenging me. You're not getting upset even. So, but I wanted to kill you, and uh, you're not doing anything. That's not good. So the Naga Jr. told the guy, he said, you want to kill me? You can. He said, I looked back in my karma, and all, all that pers- other people that I have killed, I have purified all my karma, but there is no karma left. Except once I killed an ant with a little grass, with a little sort of green grass. I tied the ant and cut the ant into two pieces. So there's a bad karma left. So if you get a hold of, instead of the knives and all this, but get a hold of a little grass and tie my neck, you will kill me. And that is how Nagajuna was killed, actually. So, is there only one karma left? That's what he said. Not only that, during the <laughs> during the Buddha's lifetime, uh, Buddha also has a lot of challenge. Today, there is nobody challenge Buddha. Buddha's gone 2,500 years ago, right? So everything is perfect. And nothing is bad about it, but if you look at during the Buddha's lifetime, Buddha also had equally people who are who are making scandals, who are ch- tired to challenge Buddha, who tired to, f- to kill Buddha. Number of them, number of them are there, and uh, especially spe- his own cousin Devadatta. We call it raging in Tibetan. And in Indian language, they call it Devadatta. Devadatta has challenged Buddha tremendous amount of time. And when Buddha declared himself as a celebrity, cel- that's a monk, cel- when Buddha declared that he is a and uh, what Devadatta did, is he be able to hold of um, some women who keep on saying, well, I went, I, I went bad with the Buddha, and this and that. And Buddha has a number of them. And uh, then Buddha's disciples ask why Buddha have this problem. And uh, then Buddha gives the, the story, and uh, I should actually look in here. Buddha the first Buddha, Buddha called Buddha Nimsi, who's looking in the sky. There's you know, like a thousand Buddha in the fortunate eons. Out of those thousand Buddhas, and one of the Buddha, the first one is uh, the Buddha named Buddha who's looking in the sky. So during that period, uh, there was a, an arahat known as a Nanjo. And the Buddha said there was an arahat known as a Nanjo. And uh, he has a brother called a monk called Baradanza. Baradanza. So the Nanjo happens to be a very good person, very good monk, and a perfect, a perfect pure monk, and no problem at all. And the people had a great high respect to the Nanjo. So his brother, younger brother. Bharadanja is very much jealous of his elder brother who received a lot of respect and regard from the people. So he said, unless I've been unable, unless I've been able to discredit this elder brother, uh, discredit elder brother, unless I make disgrace of my elder brother, I will never be popular. So because I've been always overshadowed by my elder brother who is well respected and all this. But Nanjo, the elder brother is very fond of the younger brother, always very fond of younger brother. So one day, uh, some king or somebody, yeah, the ruler of the land, the ruler of the land uh, had a very, very nice and expensive piece of cloth. Piece of cloth, and he give to this elder brother. So the elder brother just give that to the younger brother and say, "Make a nice dress for you." And the younger brother took that and went to a street and found one of, um, according to this, called the lady of market. So, <laughs> so lady of market, which is I mean, which another is the. Lady of market, you understand, right? So anyway, so he gave it to her and said, on the condition, I would like to give you this. And this is a very expensive and a wonderful piece of cloth. But on the condition, you have to make a nice dress and wear it. And when the people will ask you, where did you get this cloth? And you have to tell that my brother had given you this. There's elder monk, they're giving you that. And then they will ask you, why did he give you this piece of cloth? And then you tell them, don't you know that? Why the man gives gift give to the woman for what purpose? So you have to say that. And on that condition, he give that. And she made a dress. And even the ruler came to know that he has given that to that monk. And she's wearing now. And they asked, where did you get that piece of cloth? And she said, Nanjo give me, that Arahad, Nanjo give me. He said, why should Nanjo give you that? He said, don't you know that why the man gives a gift give for a woman? So that way, and he being able to, to disgrace that uh, Arahad, though he has nothing to do, but the whole country thought that uh, uh, he's involved with that prostitute. Sorry about that language. Anyway, so, so that's what how it happened. So Buddha said he was the younger brother at that time, the brahmana, and and as a result of being true, his elder brother, who is a pure arahat, and he the, even the younger brother is also pure monk, pure arahat. But just simply to make disgrace of the elder one. So he did all this. And he's been able to manage that. So that as a result of that, he said he went to the hell room for a number of uh, uh, lives. And uh, even after becoming a Buddha, he still have one or these sort of a problems. Uh, even after becoming Buddha is a karma of that.